The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. But I want to tell you a story, and this is what shakes me up. I just had a young boy that I unofficially adopted. He was just in my home for 10 days during before Hanukkah. And this young boy called me a number of years ago. And he said, Shalom Rabbi Brak. I would like to become your Talmud. And I said, my Talmud? You want to come to the yeshiva? He said, no, I can't come to the yeshiva. I said, where are you calling from? He said, I'm calling from Ludwigshafen. I said, where in the world is Ludwigshafen? He said, it's in Germany. I said, near what big city is it? He said, it's not near any big city. It's between Speyer and Mainz. I said, Speyer I heard, Mainz I've heard from history books. But I said, are there the Jewish community there? No. You want me to be your, you want to be my Talmud? He says, yes. I became from. I said, no kidding. Who made you from in Ludwig Safi? He said, Rabbi Brad. I said, how's that? I said, how did it start? He said, I was a year ago. I was at a music festival in Germany. There were between four and five hundred young German Jews at this festival. And there was one boy that looked more religious than the rest of them. And I was intrigued. And I went over to him. I said, how'd you get like this? He said, I have my rabbis. He said, how do you get these rabbis? In your city you have those rabbis? He said, no. I got them from Torah anytime. And he said, what is that? And he wrote down for him, Torah anytime, how to get onto it. I came home, I was excited. And I put on Torah anytime. And I became captivated. I never heard people talk like this. I never saw people who looked like this. Jewish, really Jewish looking people. And I couldn't get enough. He was a very, very smart kid. A very high achiever school. He was recognized by the government for being a very special intellectual kid. And he began to listen and listen. What I didn't know, I looked up and I started to see the importance of mitzvot. I didn't know about it. He had to do mitzvot. He had once gone by being taken by the, the louder foundation on a trip to different places and he had seen a little Yiddishkeit here and there. But he didn't get it. And he said, I have since become from. I said, and how did you get kosher food? He said, we only eat dairy. We don't eat any meat in that world. For almost a year. He said, wow. And I said, how did you get this? How did you get kosher pots? He said, I emailed a Chabad in Frankfurt. And I told them my family would like to become from. And they sent me two pots. And we used those pots. They were a very poor family. They had five children. 
And he told his father that he has to change his ways. He told his mother that she has to start. They didn't speak any English. And he said the way even that I got to know English was a miracle. Because when I was in sixth grade, I failed out of the course of English. And they told me that I couldn't come back to the school. And I was looking into other options. And my mother said, I want you to take a summer course and learn English. And I became the best student in this in the school for English, the top English student. And I never understood what did I need English. Now I know in order to become from. I said, how did you know how to read? I didn't teach you how to read. He said, when I was five, my older brother was six. There was a young man in Ludwigshafen that became a Baal Chichuva. And for some strange reason, he chose me and my brother, and he every week taught us the alphabet, how to read, and he told us about the parasha. So I know two things before I spoke to you. Parasha and the alphabet. And I began to advance. And I told my parents, told my brothers, they got a Chabad to send them a tefillin. They were sharing one period tefillin for the family. And the kid was amazing. And I began to learn with him on the phone. Every day I would learn with him on the phone for a few minutes. I would tell them what to prepare. Chumash Rashi. I would tell them how to learn Mishnayos. And we learned that he had questions. He had a tremendous desire to learn. And we learned and we learned and we learned. And one day I said to him, I said, Yosef, I think it's time we go to Yeshiva. He said, I can't go to Yeshiva. My parents will never allow that. I said, you must go to Yeshiva. But before you go to Yeshiva, I want to see you. I want to meet you. You see me every day. I never see you. So, he had arranged it. His parents were very suspicious. Why would you bring our child to America? You don't know him. We pay for a ticket. He said, it's my greatest pleasure. I couldn't communicate them directly. They spoke Russian and they spoke German. So I got somebody who spoke Russian to be our intermediary. And I brought him to America. The kid was a Kadosh Vitaur. And the Shama, like I have never seen in my life. He stayed in my home and he learned. I mean, an entire day. He don't want to see America. If you want to see America, I'll take you around. I have one interest, to learn Torah. And he stayed in my yeshiva and learned literally a whole day. It was phenomenal. Then he went back and I said, it's time to go to yeshiva. And I tried to get him to Yeshivas in America, and Hashem blocked me in every... Finally, I said, what's the continent that's closest to you? He said, England. So I said, England? Okay. There's a famous Yeshiva in England called Gateshead Yeshiva. Very famous Yeshiva. So I called up the Rosh Yeshiva, and I said to them, I have a young boy who needs a Yeshiva. Will you take him in? I said, which Yeshiva is he coming from? As he's coming from public school. His only classmates are 45 Muslims. He said, we won't even look at him. He said, for that, they make about Shuva Yeshiva. This is a high level Yeshiva. 350 boys. There's no place for him. Maybe try London. I said, this boy belongs in your Yeshiva. 
I'm telling you, he's heads and shoulders above most of your tummy. He says, he's making fun of us. What do you think? He's in public school. I said, meet the kid. You're going to be overwhelmed from what he knows, from his Yirat Shemayim, from his Midot, Tovot. It's unbelievable. And they wouldn't talk to me. I called him back a number of times again and again and again. Finally, he said, we'll tell you what we'll do. We'll get him a place to live in Gateshead. We'll give him a place to live and food. You're going to have to pay for that, the room and board. Then we'll provide him with the Rebbe. You're going to have to teach. You're going to have to pay for this Rebbe to learn it the most of the day. Like a tutor. I said, I accept. And it's my pleasure. So after three months, we will take a look at it. And if we say no, and we probably will say no, you're going to have to, you have to give us a itav, a right, a, a shtag, you have to write a paper that you're going to remove him from the city in 24 hours. Because we don't need to dump him on us. And then say, well, it's your problem, you take care of him. We don't know how to deal with this, we can't deal with this. And I, I got somebody, a Russian rabbi, to call his parents and explain him how important it was to go to yeshiva and his parents acquiesced. They said yes, and then the funny thing was, this person, I sent him to the yeshiva. On the way, he stopped in Frankfurt to Davin Shahin. The rabbi says, where are you going? He said, in the suitcase. He says, where are you from? He said, I'm from Mutfitzhaf. He said, where are you going? He said, I'm going to Gateshead. He said, you're going to Gateshead for what? He said, I'm going to the Gateshead yeshiva. The rabbi said, you're not going to get to yeshiva. It's not for you. You went. To, you have to go to yeshiva. He said no. So how can you go to get to? You don't even have a black hat. And Gates is that one buck without a black hat. He said I'm going to Gateshead. He showed him the address. He said, I can't believe it. It took you in Gateshead. So well, I'm not in Gateshead yet. I'm, I'm going there. So he, this rabbi arranged for him when he goes to Gateshead how to get a black hat. He, he, he said that's maybe I present for you. I'm going to get a black hat. For you. And he sent him there to Gateshead. He comes to Gateshead. I told him, you're allowed to dive in the yeshiva. Anybody can dive in the yeshiva. I told him, get a, get a prominent seat and sit there. And he sat there and he dived in the yeshiva for two weeks. And they watched. And they were overwhelmingly impressed from this young boy. After two weeks, they said to him, the yeshiva would be happy to meet you. So we were in the meeting with Rabbi Avram Gurwitz. <clears throat> a Talmud Chacham tremendous Adam Gadol. And he met this young boy and he asked him a question on the Tosafot. And the boy said, I didn't learn Tosafot. So what are we going to discuss? The young boy said, you know, I have a paper with some questions that I wrote down on the Gemara and the Rashi. I could ask them to you. He said, okay, let me hear it. And he told them over the 12 questions that I had written out. He says, are these the questions you heard from your tutor? So those are my personal questions. My tutor's questions, I wrote separately. And he said, these are really your questions? Who taught you even how to write questions? He said, I have a Rebbe in America. And he mentioned my name. Who had a Rebbe in her Israel and Brisk. Named Rebmeus Halavechik. And he told his Talmud how to write notes. And the Rebbe told me now how I should write notes. And I write notes. 
And the Rosh Hashiva was so impressed, he said, you're welcome in the yeshiva. Take him in the yeshiva right there. They even told me, but we don't want to put him in the dorm yet. I said, why not? He said, honestly, we don't want it to get ruined. <laughs> and this boy sat and learned. Today he's 20 years old, only a couple of years. He's a yeshiva bacher. Outstanding. On the way here, it was 2 o'clock in the morning in England. My phone rings. I look at my phone. He usually doesn't call me this late. I pick up the phone and say, Yasef, it's late. How can you not sleeping? He said, I'm very bothered with a difficult Rashbam in Baba Batra. In Perikesh Nochla. I said, what? It's two in the morning. He said, I can't go to sleep. I need your help to resolve a difficulty I have. And I said, we're going here now. Do you know what kind of nachat ruach this is to Rebun This young man, that's Torah anytime. That's just one. All the, his sister now learns in Gateshead Yeshiva for girls. She learns in Gateshead. The father and the mother call me up all the time. They don't understand Torah They don't listen. They call me up. They're becoming from. It's unreal. It's one little episode. The world is changing. Torah, anytime, it's not just another app, another site. This is an oil, a light unto life that changes people's lives. It's going to bring Yiddishkeit to the furthest corner of the world. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.